much better. I need your help. Uh, just curious about something. How's this whole new arrangement going to work then? Given ground, I was not speaking to you. We do come as like a package deal now, so you are going to have to deal with me. And we do just save your life. Hello, give us the body, or at least the ears, because welcome back to the final episode of Dancing in the Moonlight, the Moonlight retrospective here on Best From Ever. My name's Ethan. <sighs> We're finally going to finish this. Uh, My name's Ian. Wow. I, I, I put this, I just don't want it to end. I never <laughs> wanted it to finish. I love the show so much. <sighs> I really sarcastic. I really like Moonlight. No, if, if I wasn't a completionist, I would have. I would have been like, "We done." We universe <laughs> is telling us to slow down. But uh, no, I, I woke up um, in the studio of awesomeness, going, "What? What is this?" I've got my headphones on and the microphone <laughs> ready to go. Someone else has uh, has communicated that scheduled this session. So someone started speaking Spanish all of a sudden. My voice, I was confused. Let's get to it. So yeah episode six the final episode of moon knight gods and monsters and let's just jump straight into it uh we open with our marvel logo as uh at the end of a rainbow plays and we see mark's dead body lying in the water he gets picked up by harrow's men as harrow looks upon him and they grab amit ushakti from mark's body harrow apologizes to mark and Stephen and whoever else might be in there uh, but we need the cold light of death sometimes to, before we can see reality, he says. And in the shadows at the same time, we see that Layla uh, is taking off Harrow's men one by one. And Harrow raises the Ushakti to his followers as they celebrate and leave the temple. And Layla approaches uh, Mark's body, distraught that he's dead, kisses him on the head and lets him go into the water, taking the golden scarab that points to Harrow. And Harrow and his men then arrive on a desert road surrounded by soldiers who stop them demanding what they're doing on the road. And Harrow and his men exit their vehicles, demanding instead that the soldiers show him their souls. And he uses his little magic cane to suck the souls out of the bad. And only one soldier remains, and it's the face of a good man. And as Harrow's men clear the bodies out of the way, it turns out Layla was able to sneak aboard the truck and is prepared to kill Harrow. But one of the dead bodies tells her not to do it. And it's because it's possessed by a Tyletic. The the hippo god from the previous episode, and she's speaking to her via the dead, and she tells uh, Layla that Mark is telling her to stop, and Tawedit says that Harrow's too powerful for Layla to stop, but if Mark can be returned to life, then Harrow can be stopped, but we need Konshu's Yushakti to be broken. And Layla uh, can be Tawedit's avatar, since Mark says such good things about her. A lot's happened in, like, five minutes. Yeah yeah i have a feeling i know where this episode is going to go for you when i'm both excited and terrified oh yeah yeah um yeah it's it's a choice it's, it's a uh, choice which which one of the world should we commit to none of them all right cool I, um <laughs> this lost a lot of steam with oh. the idea of um, the presentation of the mental asylum, which was never, which hasn't been discredited, hasn't been discredited. Yeah. It's it's one of three different narrative strands. You've got uh, what's happening in Egypt. You've got what's happening in the uh, asylum. I don't know if it's a nicer way. To, though they call it asylum. It's the name of the yeah. episode, so why not? And then you have what's happening in the Egyptian afterlife. And all three are uh, concurrently 
moving and progressing towards their end and we start jumping back and forth with very little rhyme or reason but if you are a fan of uh oh layla um this is a cool episode for layla um this is a good start and uh yeah why not introduce some new power in episode six why not why not that makes that makes all the sense in the world so here we here here we go here we are yeah uh but layla instead refuses and hawks back in the truck with harrow's men and they venture further to the pyramid of giza with all the other avatars and harrow and his men begin to enter as the avatars panic realizing they made a mistake as harrow bursts into the sanctum there's a mistake i think i made yep so you're learning you're learning I'm learning yeah you said you said mistake and you gave it a beat and i was like oh yeah. shoot must find button i'm remembering things now there from our go. like 200 hour episode of that one episode of doctor who <laughs> it's just god that yeah. went on forever two, two plus years and people are starting to figure out i can do drops there we are yeah if you're wondering what that tease was that i just said there'll be an episode of who do you think you are coming out on saturday if you want to talk and uh, listen to us talk about a load of Doctor Who things, but also David uh, David Tennant. Yeah, David Tennant. That sounds like Doctor Who things as well. Yeah, and also uh, Peter Capaldi's first episode. It'll be great. And I'm just gonna, I'm just going to drop this in here. Acknowledge me because there's a whole lot of acknowledging me that needs to happen, and you got to oh, listen to that episode to find out why. There's so much eating of of hats for me. That's right. And um, Harrow and his men begin to enter as the other uh, avatars get gunned down. And uh, they try and fight back, but, you know, Harrow makes quick succession of them. Meanwhile, inside, Layla sneaks around to fight Konshu. Harrow smashes Amitsu Shakti onto the ground and releases her as purple smoke billows around as she physically appears, the big old crocodile woman. And uh, Amit uh, wants to know who she's grateful to. And Harrow says that she uh, owes gratitude uh, to no one, even with his unbalanced scales. He knows his penance would uh correct it but he accepts that uh, it would be impossible for his unbalanced scales and he willingly submits to her to avoid any pain he could cause with his unbalanced scales and she tells him that her death uh, his death is delayed and tells uh him uh that uh, she yeah he tells her that he has disciples around the world with perfectly balanced scales but Amit says that Harrow is the perfect avatar because he freed her. And the last time she had an avatar with perfect scales, she got imprisoned in a new Shakti. So basically, she needs someone who is uh, kind of evil. And Layla, at the same time, frees Khonshu, and he doesn't sense that Mark is alive. So uh, it means his war's far from over. And he asked Layla to become his avatar, but she refuses. She'd rather take her chances alone. So Konshu just takes his own chances as well and begins to brawl with Amit by just showing up in front of her. And Harrow demands to find out who released Konshu. We then go back to the field of reeds. As Mark is told, his heart is now finally full and his journey is over. And for Mark, it's quiet and uh, it's, it's what he wanted and never had. But Mark cares so much about Stephen... Uh, that he doesn't want it anymore. And Tawarit says that the Duat have Stephen now. As far as all the, the sort of theories of the afterlife, I mean, well, I get to hang out here by myself. I'm sure there's more to it. There'll be like a little area where everyone else. Can- well, maybe, they, maybe, maybe, maybe they got a Pizza Hut lunch buffet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like pe- people love that. Later on, Tawarit's like, oh, I saw your dad in the field of reeds. He'd be happy. 
Yeah. But yeah, maybe he's got to walk a little bit and then there's like a, yeah. there is a area, but you know, we, let's not do that. No. Kaiju fight. Uh, Mark wants to go back for Steven and uh, Tawad says that if he leaves, he can't return to the field of reeds. And uh, he says that Steven being lost isn't fair. So Mark runs back to the Duat and uh, he searches for Steven amongst the sands and back in the land of the living, the bickering between the gods all continue. And then Mark comes upon Steven's frozen sandy shell and falls to his knees and he doesn't know if Steven can hear him. So he pours his heart out to Steven saying that, you know, uh, being, uh, for being in his life it was great and he apologizes for not protecting him and mark starts to freeze too and he says he would never abandon steven and then he tells steven that he was his real superpower the entire time and the two freeze over as they hold the same heart and then the gates of osiris open and the heart in their hand glows and it unfreezes the two of them and steven looks in wonder that mark came back for him and they pull each other to their feet they celebrate they hug um, Knowing what we find out later should have still been balanced. Make a really good point. I do. I, ju- you know what? Uh, my 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 little my little theory is because he says, "Oh, there's the only ones that uh, Stephen and Mark know about are each other." So sure. So what? So the Egyptian gods are like, we're not going to tell. Okay, uh, Jake Lockley is kind of just vibing by himself, wondering what's going but on. Yeah, what's, he's, he's, he's still he's still in the, he's still in that sarcophagus back in the uh, back in the <laughs> mental home, the the Egyptian afterlife version of it. Yeah, Jake's on his own little oh. trip, I guess. But anyway, the sands that do up begin to chase after them as the two go- uh, overworld gods start to battle. And just in time, Tawere and her boat come to stop the sands. And Mark gets to celebrate by shouting hippo again, because that was funny the first time. And uh, Stephen and Mark re-enter the world of living and Kunchu leaves his battle to find Stephen slash Mark to make the Moon Knight once more. And Moon Knight greets Konshu and... Ask, as he asks for uh, their help and then Mr. Knight shows up uh, Stephen and says that he and Mark are a package deal now uh, and since they saved Conchu's life they need to negotiate and Conchu says that fine I'll, he'll release both of them afterwards and um, how are they going to get to Cairo? How are they going to get to wherever? Conchu's still the god of the night sky and he makes uh, sure that he and the boys can fly through the sky and back in the temple, a dying avatar is being helped to safety by Layla, who tells her that uh, Amit must be imprisoned in mortal form, but they just don't have enough avatars. Here's some he quick dies. exposition for you. And he oh. dies. And he keels over, dead, but not for long. Because <laughs> when it takes over his body and immediately shouts Layla's name, informing all of Harrow's men where she is. Yep. And uh, Layla agrees to become Tawarit's avatar as she possesses her. And I will say, I think this is a great performance from Layla's uh, actress. As uh, yeah, I got, like, I've got no gripes for yeah. her whatsoever in this. It's it's really well done. And Tawarit says that Layla's father would be over the moon when he hears about this. 
And then she says that she's got a fabulous costume for the two of them. And then we cut to Moon Knight flying over the city as Harrow clings to the top of the pyramid to project his soul eater staff over all of Cairo. And then the followers of Amit begin to judge everyone, including the director of the show, uh, Muhammad Ido, I think that's how you pronounce his name, who proceeds to kill the director of photography. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, it was a nice little cameo. Uh, but the souls begin to fly into Amit, making her grow larger and larger. And inside the pyramid, Layla bursts through the rubble in her new costume. And this is the Scarlet Scarab. I know nothing about the Scarlet Scarab, so I can't give any context. Yeah, I don't know anything about it either. Um, Moon Knight lands on the pyramid as he and Harrow begin to battle over the city of Cairo, and they keep turning between Moon Knight and Mr. Knight for battle advantage, and they crash into the city as the gods now have a massive kaiju battle against the pyramid. Um, No one can see this, I think, other than the people who see the gods, or are possessed by the gods, or avatars, so, yeah. I um, no, yeah, I guess not because we've been trained already to suggest that it can't yeah. happen. Although we didn't get a single shot from like their perspective, which would have been cool. This is set after like, the Strange Multiverse of Madness, I think. Yeah, or before. I don't know. Whatever it is, the fact that there's like some crazy lights going on in the sky that kind of yeah. look the same color as when Doctor Strange screwed up the multiverse in um, No Way Home. I like to think that he's in New York seeing this news and wondering what he's done this time. Um, I was going to... A complete side tangent. Did you see the trailer for... Um, what was it? She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. No, nah, I don't watch trailers anymore. I've decided. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to be quite honest. We'll, we'll have a discussion at the end of this about what we're going to do with the MCU stuff. But I'm get I'm 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 kind of getting tired. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. I noticed this when I was watching this the second time for the podcast, uh, and after thinking about, I don't know, I like Doctor Strange. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. I'm not thinking about the future with all the other not so yet. many shows that's kind of giving me anxiety. I. Uh, Harrow starts to smack Moon Knight with a stick, but the Scarlet Scarab flies in, and the three of them, as in Mark, Stephen, and uh, Layla, begin to fight Harrow. Uh, Mr. Knight's in control and starts to brawl against Harrow's men, and he throws a nunchuck at Harrow, who then deflects it and it, uh, back at him, and he gets caught by Moon Knight. I thought that was a really nice scene. Whenever they switch between, I think is really, really well done, especially if it's done as one single uh, to look like one single take. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm skipping a lot of fight because basically I mean, it, 20 minutes of this episode is fights. They be fighting. Um, do, have yeah. we had like Layla's really big line yet? Uh, almost. Okay. We're getting there. I just want to make sure we hit uh, that one. That's what that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Scarlet Scarab and uh, Moon Knight battle against Tara together. And then he throws Scarlet Scarab into a car. But uh, Mr. Knight then brawls him into a shop as they switch between Sorry, Moon Knight and Mr. Scarlet Knight. Scar- Scar- Scarlet Scarab. Is that Layla? That's Layla. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, okay. There are so many personalities going. I'm kind. I'm just, yeah. Anyway, uh, the fight. They fight for control over Harrow's uh, Loki Pokey stick, and Harrow blasts a laser at a truck of civilians, to which Layla runs over to save it. And as, as she saves it, she's asked by a little girl if she's an Egyptian shoot, uh, superhero, and she says yes and smiles. I think that's cute. I mean, that's. Is that the whole purpose of this whole show? uh is the whole purpose to get this so. line out it's 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 top three <laughs> i don't know 
I want to be really. This like, is how this is how Mar- the cynic in me goes. This is how Marvel takes over the global box office. You associate uh, superheroes with each major nation uh, yeah. around the world. Um, I'm not sure Eternals managed to pull it off for uh, what's his name from the Big Sick. Oh, Kamal Nanjiani. Yeah, I'm not sure that pulled that off. But Shang Chi, massive hit, massive yeah. hit. Um, I think this is is something. Um, Depending on how they fix this, I've got no issue with Scarlet Scarab showing up in like an Avengers movie at some point. None whatsoever. Yeah. But 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 let's let's finish this up and we can talk about yeah. the impact. I think I'm less cynical. I think it's just because I think they're big. I think there's a there's really? a show. Co- yeah, you. Th- I, 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 I'm about to say my reasoning for it, which is there is a show coming out in like two three weeks. I don't know. I don't like June July. I don't know anymore. Um, I'm excited for because I like the character, but um, I think that is going to be a show that's really going to hope. I, I hope I say hopefully push the uh, empowerment of um, of uh, non-Western audiences because it's going to be uh, Miss Marvel, which is about a Muslim uh, teenage girl, and the comics do a gr- do great justice in not making it the. Uh, making it the the story and the character, but not making it seem as if it's is it a sh- it's a show, right? It's a show. Uh, safer, safer. Yeah, it's a show which exists to promote the Marvels, <laughs> which is Captain Marvel two, which they, Kamala will then be in. They also um, don't have to release. They don't have to release viewership figures for that. Yeah. Um, whereas if it was the box office and if it tanked, that's public. Like that's Marvels big is going to be an interesting thing. I'm. <sighs> I'm real. I, I really like Kamala Khan. I love Kamala Khan as a character. Um, I did say, I think here and off mic, I don't want to cover it because the, it's not, it's going to be very teeny bopper yeah. queen um, drama, yeah. which is what the comic is. Uh, that's fine. That's my, fine. Yeah, but it's just, that's not something I want to no. cover. No, with the limited also, time. That we've, the same time as Kenobi, I think. Kenobi, I think we got time for one episode by episode review show yeah. uh, on top of the Doctor Who once yeah. a fortnight aim sort of show she, so yeah she hulk is one of those cleared for i think i think cleared for takeoff sure but like depend de- depending on quality because the the cg looks pants anyway anyway um now that, that he's fighting by himself uh harrow tries to take mark and steven down uh by saying if amit had power she would have killed and stopped mark destroying his family uh by you know killing his scales and he knocks mark to the ground prepares to kill him and he goes for the final blow mark looks up and sees a massive amit and conchu battle i thought that looked pretty nice visually especially because you got your counted angle um and it's sort of going in and out of focus i thought that was cool a lot of this episode can be described as i thought it looked cool. yeah i mean it's, it's very pretty but is is yeah yeah so we, we have a theory that it looks like oh shoot this is not this is not ending well and then yeah. arrow stabs the staff through mark's chest absorbing his soul and then we get our little sleepy time and everything goes weird mark then wakes up again holding the staff bludgeoned into harrow's skull uh, I really thought he was dead there, and I got really mm-hmm. concerned that this was going to be like their fake out. How do we stop the thing? Thankfully, it kind of was and wasn't. 
um and neither mark or steven did it and they look on at the carnage because every everything it's like a hellscape everything's but, on fire but layla's looking going what did you do yeah and all mark can say is like he blacked out and then amit in the distance is just destroying Konshu, um and like dragging him away so layla then says oh no i know what we can do so they take character to the pyramid to bind amit to his body and they begin the ritual uh, uh, and here's the thing. They said that the guy who died and then turned into Tawarit for a second said that uh, we don't have enough avatars, but two is enough, I guess. Well, technically three if you inc- or four if you include Stephen and Jake, but uh, I don't think that's how that works. Nope. Anyway, um, they bind the Amit soul into Harrow's body. Yay. And uh, Amit says via Harrow that she can't be contained. She'll never be stopped. And Contrary demands that Mark kill uh, Harrow slash Amit. And neither uh, Arrow or Amit will will be alive. And Layla begs him not to do it. He has a choice after all. He's free. And Contrary says they need to stop her or she'll kill again. And Mark then says that he sounds like like Amit. This was garbage. This was garbage. (laughs) I'm going to be quite honest, Mark. I know you kind of blacked out for a little bit. Amit destroyed. They were killing people. It wasn't. We need to kill them for what they've done, not based off what they might do in the future. Jeez. This isn't like an. It's. Oh, this This is. I don't agree with Konshu a lot on this. I know by the end of this, he will be the antagonist. It's the one point I go. He has a very valid point. Team Konshu. Put it on my shirt. Team Konshu. It's like if in Infinity War, Thanos destroyed like a bit. Of- <laughs> he said he won't do it again, and we have to yeah. trust that. It's like he, it's like he just stamped all over Harlem for a little bit, and he was like, "I was just doing yeah. it so I could half the population, guys. Yeah. I won't do it again." Anyway, give me the Chaos Emerald. Yep. That's from Sonic. Give me the Infinity Stones. Yep. Um, no, it's that kind of thing. I. I it's that oh weird. they wanted a moment of crisis where they get to show what they're better than they've it's written themselves they've written thing. themselves into a corner it is it is not meaningful no one is rooting for this no yeah. one's having them walk away going you're doing the right thing this is completely the opposite oh sucks anyway as mark wishes uh Konshu frees them and we fade to white and mark wakes up back in his psych ward and Stephen asks if this is reality and Dr. Harrow says we're all created in imagination first and Stephen asks if he believes in Amit and Konshu and uh, he says no and then he turns to Mark turns into Mark and says what if we disagree what if we believe something else then Harrow walks to his desk um, and says that the work must continue and then his footprints have blood and Mark and Stephen both notice that, and they say, "Did you notice that?" Yeah, I noticed that. And Harrow asks why he's bleeding. Then Stephen says that Harrow doesn't know as much as he thinks, and they'd rather go save the world. And he gives a final light as gaiters, and then just falls backwards. And they wake up in Stephen's apartment with the Engelbert Humperdinck song "Man Without Love" playing. And uh, there are now two goldfish uh, in the tank to show that they are a whole, despite being one body. And uh, Mark starts to walk, but it turns out there's still an ankle restraint. The episode ends. Uh, and then post the credits scene, we're in a hospital and we see Harrow is a patient. 
is a patient. What is this? Reality number four? And it's not even, you can't even blame this on Steven and Mark. This is... My assumption is they sent that, that my assumption is uh, because of the events of all the stuff they sent him to a little mental ward because they can just be like, he thinks that he's an Egyptian god and they can dope him up for a while. Oh, um, this that's the theory I is guess. so. Oh, this sucks. And a man speaks Spanish and says that he will take Harrow. And Harrow looks as people in the hospital are lying on the floor, uh, kind of dead. And Harrow's shoved into a limousine and the unseen man just kicks the wheelchair. And then in the car, Conchu in his suit. <laughs> yep. He, he, is, he is drip. Uh, he looked really, really, really good there. And Harrow laughs and says that Conchu can't hurt Harrow and Amit. And uh, Conchu says that he never wanted Mark's wife to be his avatar. And because Mark doesn't know how troubled he truly is. So let's meet Conchu's friend, Jake Lockley, the third personality. Which, which I'm fine with because yeah. there, were se- there, were, there were little nuggets the whole way through. From that I'm, scene yeah. on the roof and then the extra sarcophagus, it was like yeah. we have breadcrumbs. So the reveal I'm fine with, how, how they chose to get to this, Where they put it, it to. I think, in the it. I think for a... Um, for a plot a very big twist putting it in the post credit scene is the worst idea you can make i think it would have been a much more impactful thing if you put that at the end of the episode and then you just have whatever is your as your post credit scene i really don't care or don't have a post credit scene break the mold um but no uh the third i've been looking forward to jack lockley for a while obviously because i think he's great in comics and he has a flat cap and he's great (laughs) when i um tried to do the fake the third personality last episode i realized i wasn't australian i was like i can't do a spanish accent to save my life that was my impression of jake lockley anyway uh jake says in spanish that it's time it's uh harrow's time to lose aims the gun and fires it killing harrow and amit and the car drives off and that's how we end it you have two massive plot moments happen in a post credit scene of a third personality being revealed and your big bad guy of the entire season being killed in yep. a post credit scene. Yep. I think if you end the episode before the credits with that, and you, you're sat watching the beautiful artwork and all that, you go, wow, I can't believe that happened. You let that wash over you, and then you get whatever post credit scene. Also, um, I think it's very interesting to be noticed, uh, no- noted. There hasn't actually been a season two confirmed whatsoever. This has been left <sighs> open-ended. I will say... There is a Halloween spe- MCU special coming out in Disney Plus in the autumn called Werewolf by Night. And a Moon Knight story that he appeared in was called Werewolf by Night. Uh, but I'm going to be quite frank. Um, there's so much MCU. I'm very, very tired. Yeah. 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 You're not wrong. Uh, but no, that was <sighs> that was Moon Knight episode six. Um, mm. I got everything I wanted. But the the journey I went on this episode was like going to several um, service gas stations before I got yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah. What I wanted was I wanted a definitive reality. And I don't have one. And I don't know which one's real. 
and this thing is asking me to be idea uh, to be okay with the idea that it's kind of fluid believe in all yeah. of them simultaneously but then all of them have cause and effect on the others so you know the stephen grant created character who's the archaeologist which is a you know a, a part of it but then the real adventures they go on but the real adventures they go on is what gives me scarlet scarab but you know where's layla in the mental institution is she still there is she still out how many levels deep am i going here and then the um and then you needed to give me more about why Hera was a patient rather than um it just it felt like they were trying to be clever and didn't didn't stick the landing on it and even if that last scene where he's dripping blood goes a little bit more and he starts panicking to a point where the orderlies have to come in and tend to him while we get later skaters and he falls backwards at that point but then we also have the idea that they're in their apartment and is that part of this i i i like the idea that he's choosing to sort of live in the fantasy if it was established that was the fantasy but then to bring Khonshu into the the mental ward? I think... Oh, it's so stupid! I think, because oh, I get what you mean, I think the general consensus is uh, mental ward we see for Mark and Stephen is uh, both inside his head and also uh, the Duat. And then is that, is that the says, Egyptian afterlife, yeah? yeah? Yeah, and then when he says the later gators, that's him renouncing his moon knight stuff and just living again and that's it's the whole oh, this is really this is the really symbolic thing of him finally getting to live without oh, so, shoe so is that him going and falling back and just being steven who used to work at the museum I, yeah that's like oh, i think geez. it's supposed to represent him falling back and just getting to be a normal person again and mark and steven can live in harmony and then when we see harrow in the mental inst- i think that's supposed to actually be that is actually in this the the real world, the MCU world, and because he's been put there under the assumption that he's mentally insane because he says there's a god in his head. Um, oh, we needed more than this. Okay, fair the, enough. We needed more than this. Yeah, that's the thing. When you explain it, that's great. But when you have all of this in a post-credit like, scene, it's in a post-credit. You know when uh, yeah. the, 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 the low, what was it the the one division post-credit scene? We just go, hey, Monica Rambo. Do you remember space from Captain Marvel? Yeah, we're gonna send you to space. Yeah. Let's watch Captain Marvel too. Or um, <sighs> what was what was the? There was another one. I don't know. Anyway, we had a well, couple shows. Uh, well, WandaVision also had the bit where she retires to the um, to the countryside and she's yeah. found the dark hold. And we yeah, get hey, here's a little ad for uh, Doctor Strange too. Multiverse that of whole Madness show was an ad for Doctor Strange too. Gonna be a thing. Um, even if it was like, no, we're not going to kill him. We got a better, it's hokey, but we got a better idea. And he goes, yeah. yeah. Have the two of them go. Yeah. Better idea. Yeah. Better idea. You think of what I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking what I'm thinking. Because, nail that oh, well. it would have been, you know, a bit of ho- He could pull that off. He could pull yeah. that off. Oh, it just. I think it, it, like I found the idea of here's the third guy a satisfying thing, but I didn't like the setup that got us there. And I'm just going, um, okay. and then why have this moment if you're gonna have him come? Is it, this is the best version of the reveal? I don't know. I think again. I think I would be more lenient on this. Uh, one, 
if if we had any knowledge that we're getting a follow-up because yeah. currently everything's up in the air if this is the we- end i'm actually okay with it being the end harrow's dead there's the third one it's open-ended two of them are free but the third one's still gonna do what he's done you know um Conchu gets to be a bit of a scoundrel uh, that's really quite good for me i like it i think i think it's because it's open-ended and they obviously you're teasing something only to be in like the final 10 seconds and you go oh that's massive i'm never gonna get to see that is, paid off is, 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 is moon knight and conchu is this and, and you can change like time yeah. to a degree is this too much of a power to have is it is this too I far removed from being able to interact with other superheroes i think it is so i think at it's, best you're looking for a season two and now that we've got the 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 mystery because actually once they were like we're fighting together quite dull Oh, I really enjoy that. Okay, you enjoyed it for a 20-minute thing in the last episode. Can, mm. can you do a whole series? I could. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't think I could. I, th- I think it depends because you have a, you have a lot of storylines you can go to with, with that. But again, again... Um, I'd be very curious what the general... Because I think it was really... During the I run, think, I think people were really high on it. Yeah, I remember people were really positive about the ending, and I... I it's not that was negative on it. I was just like, it was nowhere near as amazing as everyone was I'll, saying. I'll tell you what, Cinema Sins, not Cinema Sins, uh, uh, tra- Honest Trailers hated it. Really? Oh, they crapped all over it. It's, I was like, Wait, wow. The ending or the entire series? The whole thing. I'm like, I'm not wow. even, I'm like, I'm not, like, the ending made me go for a sour taste in my mouth, but I'm like, no, the, this guy really hated it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, I, I think my thing, because it's open-ended, because there's no knowledge of whatever's going on, because you have so many, you have a couple plot threads that I really wish you could resolve here. Um, I compared this to the ending of Loki season two, where with the ending season, I went- Season one? Season one even, yeah. Yep. Where they were like, that starts, actually season two starts from like in two days, um, where they were like, oh my God, look at this massive world shaking thing. The bad Kang is here. And then they immediately went, season two's happening. Have fun, guys. That was fine, but I I don't know. I think because it's such a big hyped thing, and I really enjoyed this show, that the ending felt so lackluster that I went, oh, uh, okay. It is really interesting. I'm just hanging out on IMDb's page here for a second for the episodes. Yeah. And generally, it's it kind of sad. They've, they've got the, the Gods and Monsters as 8 out of 10, which is actually a, a quite, quite obviously a very high rank. Yeah. That's our barrier for a uh, barometer for getting a, a film onto best film ever in general but like episode one 8.1 episode two 8.0 episode three 7.6 that's the one where they have to piss about uh with the guy who owns the horses and all that stuff oh yeah it probably is the weakest episode of the series uh then the tomb 8.3 and then asylum 9.0 wow and then we go gods and monsters 8 which does feel like people went "Mm," peaked on the penultimate episode and and one of the lower rated episodes on the whole only one episode was rated lower than this so um no it's still eight out of ten like it's still a good rating but it does suggest that people felt i think it was building to something and the payoff wasn't probably as satisfying as they wanted yeah i i i looked at twitter and i saw everyone was was going like jake lockley jake lockley jake lockley I, they didn't come up okay, on the okay. quality of the show. That sounds like that's people. See, I was I was listening to, yeah. to, to, to post wrestling, who I do 
I, I support i'm on their patreon yada 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 and they were doing something about dr strange too and i and if i had a criticism with their review and i did sort of tweet something in uh it was that their enjoyment of the film was seeing how true it was to some elements of the source material and celebrating seeing that on screen and i went respectfully that's not a film review yeah. you guys are having a dis- it's like a discussion forum of marvel f- comic book fans who also enjoy the movies and how much did you enjoy the adaptation as I've opposed seen- to is this a good movie and the same question i'd say here is that everybody who's going nuts about jake lockley jake lockley yeah. jake lockley um that's it sounds like it's people who are familiar with who this guy is and yeah, therefore exactly. celebrating his his emergence finally in the post credit scene you know, I was really excited for Jack Lockley. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do another comparison like you do with Doctor Strange. Um, it's like when I saw reviews of people talking about it, and uh, they, the only thing they talked about was the cat was 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 cameos. They went, oh wow, yeah, cameo, ten out of ten. Um, a cameo is like a bit of icing on a cake. But you still have a cake, yeah. and if your cake is bad, if your cake's granted, all icing, I got news for you. Yeah, granted, yeah. I did enjoy. I, I, I think I was. I enjoyed Doctor Strange the most out of everyone. For me, I didn't enjoy the cat when when it was the the tenish minutes of cameos. I went, okay, time out for a bit, I guess. Yeah. And but and that's the thing. I think with Marvel, and I'm going to say with Star Wars as well, because I have my criticisms. And when we do Kenobi, I I don't know where I'm going, where my heart's going to end up going. But those two franchises are currently banking on, um, it goes, cameo, story, quality. And this didn't do that until the end. And when it did that, my enjoyment dissipated a lot. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would argue, and maybe I'm reading something into this, but... Um it's not that it wasn't good because it was good yeah but it's been i think i said i was all in like i'm a 10 waiting for this last episode and then it was like yeah it's it's pretty good yeah it's all right it's good it's 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 all right but it's nowhere i i thought they had some huge thing when instead Mm. it feels like it's all just a giant setup for haha there's a third one and i'm like yeah I, i kind of already knew that remember halloween show i guess which not, yeah. whenever anyone brings that up and goes really yeah. that's gonna be a thing okay sure. yeah so it was it was it was all right it was all right yeah it was that was the thing i guess uh our, our usual stuff uh uh favorite elements uh moment so we're we gonna do it for the episode and then retrospectively for the series yeah okay yeah. so best best element of this episode uh or best moment uh i'm an egyptian superhero cool moment cool yeah. moment um <laughs> i just thought of something for my grumble in a minute <laughs> um that was cool um and for what it was the post credit scene is cool mm. it is cool to go hey there was a third one after all oh and conchu's still going oh okay they don't know about the two of them don't know about the third okay that that's all right um it's, it's interesting and you could have some explanation maybe that's what series two does how do they not know about the third one yeah because mark knows about steven yeah does mark therefore it, 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 he never brought it up so mark must not know about jake they, but that was the thing but they hinted to now layla knows about jake at the very least there's a third one of you i saw him do this 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 and this yeah and there's a conversation we didn't get to see occur 
Um, where's Layla in that final scene? That's the thing. Yeah. I have questions of is she still in the home? Is, is she still drug addled? Yeah. Like there's there's uh, uh, oh and my my uh, question uh, is that's the thing. If they're in the real world and Layla's not in the apartment with them, has the offense of the whole OJ run away? Yeah. And we went to the asylum several times and there were subtle differences between the asylum in some of those instances. Yeah. So are those all different versions? I just I assume it's all in the head. I I my, so my everything my, in the asylum's in the head. Yeah, that's that's the that's the It's hard because the asylum gives us honest truth though. So that's the problem. The asylum gives us the reveal that you know you want me to if, if it's all in his head. In, yeah, if it's all in his head then, I guess. If it's all in his head, then you can absolutely use that phone and call his mom. You know what I mean? Like if, if if it's not real, you can make and you really want to believe it, you can make that phone call. But it, it, it's here that we get the reveal of what happens in the real world. I I I think I think you're looking a little bit too into the oh, whole asylum too thing. In, no, no, they've established their universe. <laughs> I'm just going. Which one? What are the rules? What are the? What, what, does your internal logic hold up to scrutiny? And 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 and, and there's not enough O's in how I'm going to go. No. Just saying. So uh, anyway, somehow yeah. I ended up on a rant, but those were yeah. the two best elements of this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the dynamic between the two different mood nights when they fight in the battle. I think it's very seamless and it's very, it's very nice to see the costumes keep interchanging between like camera pans. I do think that's really cool. And it makes the choreography feel a bit more fresh. I think that's the thing that with there's a second season, which is just sort of dealing with that that I would find really interesting because I really like the seamlessness uh, between the fights and the fluidity. Uh, but no, I think that looks really nice. Uh, and, if yeah. I, and if I may, I just yeah. want to say that if someone wins this episode, it's Layla. Yeah, she's great. Oh, when she when she is also Tawara, it's That's cool. really well done. It's cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, grumbles for the episode. Um... How do you rescue a god? Just smash it on the floor. <laughs> I was fine with so that. So we, we have this giant thing to imprison them, but if someone just gets clumsy and trips, or if there's an earthquake, earthquake. everybody's freed. Uh, this feels like <laughs> a design flaw. Um, I'll go with, again, not some internal logic. It felt like it was supposed to be going to be a really difficult thing to entrap um harrow with oh, what was the name of the god oh uh amit amit and uh no super easy barely inconvenience right that that, that old that yeah. old youtube channel um we got two that's enough i kind of felt like you said that wasn't enough earlier nope 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 yeah. it's definitely en- we definitely didn't say that it's definitely enough all right um and then i'm all about open-ended but i, I mean I, there's there's it left me with like three open endings in three yeah. different realities and i'm like I just and it kind of leaves me with the idea of the hero one being the legit one, but I, I it, yeah I don't know. And and how, can Hero see? Wait, how can Hero see Conchu? Because Amit's still in him. Oh, is that the, okay? Fair enough. Yeah, because he and Amit are still uh, linked. I, I, it, it, oh, it, uh, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. 
they didn't have time for it <laughs> you didn't leave enough yeah. time you needed you need and you know it was the shortest episode of the run you could have done five ten more minutes you could have done five mm. ten more minutes you could have trimmed the fight back five minutes you didn't have to make it any long oh so yeah that's me you um there's a lot of fighting in this episode granted I like the choreography but there's a lot of fighting in this episode uh but no i i my 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 biggest issue overall is one of your bigger your two big one of your two big plot points of this entire series happens with the reveal of a third person of jake lockley and also disposing of your villain who has been the villain since the first episode we have been following his conquest the entire time and he dies in a post-credit scene yeah it's like imagine if um oh god what was the Oh, I don't even remember half the villains that are in the MCU anymore. Was it like Thanos? Yeah, well, let's say Thanos. <laughs> uh, you can really tell I'm, I'm, I'm gr- like really clutching for stories right what, now. Grimace himself, yeah, yeah, Grimace himself. If like Thanos uh, in Infinity War, your post-credit scene isn't Captain Marvel. It's when Thor rocks up to his little farm and slices his head off. No, you do, that, that. This is a massive moment. Yeah. This is an absolutely massive moment. There. In the story, especially with how impactful he is, but he killed our hero. He shot our hero in the chest three times and made him go to hippo hell. Yeah. I, it just, my issue with Mar- the Marvel stuff is your post credit scene ends up being more uh, important sometimes than your actual story. And uh, they, they left such an important piece of story of closure, of finality in, uh, in a in a extended credit scene yep. and that just feels really lazy yep uh but uh, positive time again favorite moment or element of the entire series oh um uh, element is the acting of oscar isaac throughout to establish two yeah. distinct characters even if his uh <laughs> even if his english accent's a bit off um i love his english right? it's so dick van dyke but thoroughly enjoyed uh two very distinct characters the physicality all that stuff uh, oscar yeah. isaac gets all the mvp votes uh with an honorable mention to i missed the bits where they were talking in the reflections that was fun yeah and that, that was new nope. that goes away once they sort of realize they can just sort of chill with each other um yeah. so it was that and then uh i'd probably go with the idea of the reveal in the that last 10 minutes of episode four yeah where we establish and they don't do the lost thing uh they actually give us 10 minutes of it and then go to and then and give us a hippo and then say lost <laughs> um so yeah thoroughly enjoyed those things uh and for the mo- see it's gonna be my ne- it's gonna be a negative as well, but for the most part, I thought, I, I thought for most of it the pacing had gone well, and it was yeah, consi- it was yeah. consistent. The consistency it's not really an individual element because it's, it's consistent the whole way through for the most part, with the exception of a slightly a slightly off the beaten path episode three, but yeah. then ep- episode three ended really really intensely. So something to that because mm. episode three is when 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 Conchu goes away. So yeah. Um, yeah they always and the ability there's enough i'm just listening the ability to end on really effective final moments i yeah. thought for uh even even the finale all mm. all six really well done so there's me uh you said the acting of oscar isaac so i'm gonna i'm gonna pivot to the other side i'm gonna i'm gonna say ethan hawk 
I think. Oh, really? Okay, he's, yeah. he's great. I oh, really the, like... Screen Junkies hated him. Really? I'm like, what? He's really good. He, like, he phones villains. it in. I'm like, he doesn't phone it in. You don't have to be, grr, I'm a villain to be a villain. I thought he was great, although I felt he gets weaker as it goes on. I see the thing I really like when he's on his knees to to Amit this episode, and there's almost like a moment where he's like, "I've really, I've really screwed this up." Like if you like, think about his introduction in the Peak District, I mean, it's <laughs> nah. I just wanted to make a joke. Proud of you um, for remembering that that thing in Germany. That was that was that yeah. was you know that that cult like status. I mean, he's so horrifying. strong. I'm gonna throw yeah. it back to you because it's, 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 this is your moment. Yeah, no, I think I think he's great. Uh, as far as uh, MCU. Uh, Disney Plus villains go. I think he's probably the strongest. What was it? I think? Well, who we are? We had Agatha who who was there for the final episode. Uh, I, I mean, that's Agatha, difficult. Is Agatha like really the people. villain? Like they just figure yeah. it out at the end. We'll throw her yeah. in there. Um, yeah. You know, kind of reminds me the hate you give. You know, we'll throw someone in there so we can say we've got a villain. Um, John Walker was good, but he's not really a villain. He's more of a uh, John the the Captain America in uh, Falcon. Oh, he, is he the bad guy, or is the bad? That's the thing. I th- Pippi Longstocking, bag- isn't it? Yeah, it's that's the thing because it's so model because they like John Walker is bad things. John Walker is like our Oedipus Rex in the sense that we watch him fall. Yeah, he we watch him fall through his hubris. Industry. Yeah. yeah, his yeah. whole thing is the product of like a very, very violent military and, industry. And, and the idea of the pressures of living up to a standard that you can't possibly live yeah. up to. And and then uh, was it Carly Morgenthau was uh, she's doing really good progressive things. She can't be too progressive. Oh, Let's make her br- blow up immigrants. Brutal. Uh, she has, yeah, she's fantastic ideas. She's a really good moral at the beginning when she's like free free world for all the people who've been displaced we need to help the refugees who've been who've been affected by the blip and then it's like i'm gonna kill people but then it turned the into I'm gonna, me to yeah be yeah they're chilling in there i don't care yeah kill them we, um, we've gone we've gone too too nice for a bit yeah um, um loki didn't really have a villain loki was more well, of a race against time kind of is Sil- is, is sylvia yeah. villain and that was effective and yeah. then you know the idea about, about the yeah but also the tva itself yeah the idea of it that it was all just like a giant scam that's the thing because as, as a single entity i think ethan hawk has the probably the best um the best presence as a villainous character you you realize we haven't even we've completely forgotten about hawkeye <laughs> oh shit <laughs> uh, who is the villain of hawkeye i is, is it kingpin like you don't find out till way late. It's kind if of half kingpin, you're the half villain in the final episode. I'm sorry, you're not the villain. No, well, it's kind of the half. Of the, well, then he who he who remains, right? Yeah, I don't. Uh, even, I don't count his him as a villain. He's more of a is it is it is a lingering it, ghost? Is it Kate Bishop's mum? Uh, see, I thought it was Jack, and then it turned out to kind of be Echo, and then it wasn't Echo. And yeah, then, I was like, is it Echo? Is it is it is it is it um um Im- imitation Black Widow? Christmas is the real villain. Diet Coke, um, Black Widow. Yeah, Florence, Florence, pew pew. Uh, yeah, because Florence pews that I. Shit, you make a really good point. Yeah. I don't even. Th- I don't think we even talked about villains when we did Hawkeye. I forget we do Hawkeye. I don't, th- I don't think we did like a serious retrospective at the end of it. I think we just went. That's episode six. We're done. I was like, I'm done. Goodbye, guys. Uh, yeah. So. Um... No, but yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke is right. one of the better villains in the in the MCU TV for sure. Yeah, and you can even have a have a call for 
MCU villains in general. I mean, best one of the best presents recently. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess that's the, the this leads to. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this part. Gr- series. Grumble. Oh, I didn't think I was going to say this, but the pacing. Um, yeah. They didn't leave themselves enough time, and you could have actually had. You could have had. You either go one more episode and go seven, or you trim back on three although they wanted to end three with conchu getting taken away and that leads yep. into my other grumble which is not enough conchu if you think about it conchu mm. goes away halfway through the end of three in this really heroic moment and yep. then we don't see him until three quarters of the way through six yeah and yeah. I mean, we see conchu in a flashback for and then about two minutes you know last week i was like i really wish yeah. that conchu was the guy because they would have had him getting to do some stuff. And then and then who's who it was really not about Moon Knight. It was about Mark and Steven. And that's fine. Yeah. But it it, it just felt a little and it, it was great character stuff. But I was sitting here actually going in episode six. This could have gone. You split that last one into a two parter. All of a sudden we've got some some room to breathe. And just make a two thirty minute yeah. one. It doesn't have to be you don't have to go super, super long. But yeah. it would be better than, than what it was because I don't know necessarily what I get rid of, but the pacing, it proved there wasn't enough time for everything you had to do in episode six, yeah. um, which which means to me, Loki is still the only one that's really nailed the last episode, like nailed it, nailed it. Which is surprising because I really thought this was going to be the one to break, to properly break that curse. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. But uh, not the case, but those are my grumbles, uh, mm. I guess, about this. What about you? Uh, it's, but it, it, it's a thing between five and six. Because I think the ending of five is so impactful and shocking, and it left me really wanting to see the next episode. I know after we finished recording five, you merely jumped and watched six. Um, yeah. And because of how impactful the ending was for me, uh, when we get the simplest return for Steven, I think, I kind of agree, we needed an extra episode. I think it would have been really interesting to have an episode of just Mark realizing that he can't be like work without steven and because of that whatever but the fact that it was so simple so easy oh uh, it, it was what do you mean easy to get him back yeah oh it was just like we got five I minutes to go around back. i'm in the sand yeah oh hello brother open the door oh, that's what that was i and this is the thing i uh we we do doctor who um and when we did empty child my biggest complaint was you have a horrifying uh, cliffhanger. And then it's like, what do we do? Go to your room. Uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's a cliffhanger in that same series where the doctor and everyone's being electrocuted and it ends there and you go, oh my God, how is he going to get out of this one? And then it opens with him being able to take it off and use it as an escape. That's fine because it's not set as the, oh no, there's no way out. With this, it was, he's gone. He's not coming back. Like this man is stone. He's dead. He's part of the doer. He's damned. He's he's gone. And it's just, I'm gonna turn around. The green screen's gonna change color and put a sand PNG behind me. <laughs> Hello, me. It's me again. Yeah. And it yeah. felt it felt like it was a pacing issue. It just felt so sudden. Um, I just wish there was more breathing room or more of a, a better solution to uh fixing that massive massive thing uh 
I tell you what, I've just been yeah. I've just been for the sake of reference, been going through the uh, user votes for the various MCU series, yeah. uh, and just kind of looking, and um, uh, it's tied for second with WandaVision, which also mm. garners an eight point rating. Loki eight point mm. two is still the uh, the undisputed king of. Uh, of the mcu show and it's really weird because that was such an inconsistent one uh, yeah. I-, I loved how it finished i loved uh the final but if you remember i i, I hated that penultimate episode so yeah. much which is the opposite experience i guess i had with it i mean i hate the last episode of, of this but um, deflated i think is the best yeah yeah it was just like yeah. i felt like i was i was ramped up for this all-time great endpoint, and it was like yeah oh okay okay that was good yeah it just i just thought it was going somewhere else we ever go uh shopping for like to make like a really nice meal like you're making steak and chips or something yeah and you get all the ingredients and you're like oh yeah i'm gonna have steak and chips and this nice sauce and you make it and there's like one problem like maybe your steak's like a little bit overcooked your chips might be like a bit a bit soggy it just feels like that i'm like all the components are there yeah and i should be enjoying that there's this one little thing that just something's got a bit wrong yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how this feels. And this isn't a ter- terrible episode. It's just for, for me is a is a finale is closure for an entire series. I've been really enjoying from the get go. Yeah. And that's kind of um, yeah, that's kind of my, my, my standpoint is going. I still yeah. really enjoyed it. Still really, really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It just it's just a shame. The last episode has left this slightly underwhelming finish. Yeah. Uh, what would you rating for this episode be? Oh, It's weird. I don't want to feel like I've been. It's 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 like a seven and a half or an eight. It's 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 yeah. it's. I think I say eight. I'm I, 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 I'm I'm hedging towards seven and a half because I don't want to go. We just said that the uh, IMDb yeah. audience gave it an eight, but no, I I think an eight feels right. I think yeah. it's, it's good. It's good. It just it was missing that thing that uh, and you know that sort of pushes me beyond. Now, if you were saying what's your excitement level for a series two, six. I'm like, really? I'd actually be really cool if this was it. That's a standalone adventure. Conshu wow. has used this guy to kill them. We're going to have this splintered mind. And that's where I'm going to leave them. And they're going to go forward. And I don't need any more closure than this. You could run with it. Uh, they'd have to really think about what the story is for a second series for me to get excited about it. Especially when there's all these other options. And uh, again, do I really want to see another MCU show? I'm getting tired. So mm. what do I want to see? I'd love to see a Loki series too. That's of all the ones they've done so far. It's the only one I'm really jonesing for. Mm. Uh, mine seven and a half, just because so much fight scenes were yep, I you're right. granted. I love that. There were so many fight scenes this episode when I did my notes, cause I just got to let them yeah, wash over me and I nice. got to like choose. And I was like, I like that part. That was pretty cool. Uh, but no, the, like I said before, the ending, it sort of it gets the ending, stumbles a bit. But overall, I still really love this show. I think I've really liked this. Um, and I'm, if I, I like, I want an MCU show that doesn't feel like it's promoting something else and this i felt like it did that for, for the extent until it got to the end and just leaves things kind of open-ended for an unnecessary degree where i was like oh okay i guess i'm gonna have to watch that halloween special great um but 
We've done it with all of our other MCU shows. If you had to give this series a rating, where are you going? <sighs> like a rating out of 10? Yeah. <sighs> like, it's definitely... Despite the finish, I think it's still the best MCU series to date. Yeah. Even with what I said about Loki. Those are the two I'm sort of, I'm sort of throwing it between. Uh, for the record, like, people... Like like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a distant last place on the IMDb <laughs> voting page. I'm guessing people found it a bit preachy. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna stick with what I gave the final episode. I'm giving it an eight. It's okay. It's actually I'm gonna go eight and a half. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Uh, it's just hard when the finish is so. It was just, I, I was ready to go. This thing is, oh, eight and a half, eight and a half. Um, I'm going to try and remember. It's like a relationship after a breakup. I'm going to try and remember the uh, the good times were really, really good. Yeah. And not that things kind of got a little bit complicated at the end. Eight and a half. Yeah. No, it's eight and a half for me as well. I, I, I there have been a lot of Disney Plus shows that have come out this year that I've watched, and if I compare this to the other ones, and I feel that's that have had the they've had the same episode structure, and I'm going, I'm this is my point going to go. I didn't like Boba Fett um, because unlike with Boba Fett, they kind of kept a specific narrative, and they didn't go all over the place. This has been consistent throughout. This is focused on the characters it's needed to. It's not gone anywhere else uh, for whatever reason. It has a status quo that it kind of sticks to. It does all of these things. And quite frankly, even with like the ending feeling like a little bit of a, of a tumble at points, the, the second to last episode, I think I gave a nine and a half. I don't think, besides this last episode, I think it's been pretty consistent eights across the board for me. And to put it any, any lower would be would be wrong because i've i loved this series i really have i've had such a good time watching it with the performances that it it is so high quality the acting is fantastic the story i really am i was invested in it's an eight and a half for me so i guess that's that's where we leave things i guess we're closing the chapter on another mcu show so is she hulk Uh, next is that the next one uh, it, there's Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. I probably, maybe, I guess, like we'll do a clear for takeoff for the first episode of both of those and see what happens. Uh, granted, I don't think we'll probably do Miss Marvel because I one, I need a break, and two, I'm kind of letting that show wash over me because I I don't know where it's going. Uh, Just taking a look here at the TV yeah. schedule. Uh, look, you what if? Because we didn't do what if. Uh, yeah. Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight. Um, Ironheart is that a show or is that a movie? Oh, that's a show coming out. I think that's in like 2023, 2024. That's like the next. Oh, they de- they delay. I must be looking at a really old. Um, yeah, this is a year old. Because you go, is it? Uh, there's low. You got Secret Wars, which they revealed like today is set between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. So, yay! Oh, yes, great. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm getting a bit tired of both the MCU and even Star Wars to an extent. I I, I enjoyed both Boba Fett until they went, hey, what if we made this Mandalorian season 2.5 and like a ha- half of the season turned into Mando catch up? 
Yeah, Ms. Marvel's just a few weeks away, then it's She-Hulk, yeah. then it's What If Season 2. So actually, TV, we could theoretically... <laughs> I mean, obviously, we'll have the, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. <laughs> but right. then, yeah, it looks like we got... Yeah, we got lots of TBAs. Agatha, House of Harkness. I'm sure Georgia will want it on that. So oh, maybe, yeah. maybe we do something like that. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, unless something like completely blows me away, which Moon Knight, Moon Knight wasn't, we, we weren't all in on Moon Knight when we started yeah. it, actually. Yeah. That was going to be a cleared for takeoff and then kind of went, no, no, this seems all right. I, I'm kind of up for, for trying yeah. this one out. So we'll see how that goes. There's no promises, but I got some, uh, I got some ideas for stuff I want to do as well. Cool, and cool. Um, yeah, so um here we are at the bfe kind of just trying to keep our fingers on the pulse i'm very scared they're gonna do obi-wan kenobi wrong i i do have hope for for obi-wan kenobi a new hope is it yeah i have a new hope yeah. for obi-wan kenobi um just just because and I, i'm using this to segue into what we're doing next but uh the the director's fantastic jennifer chow is, is deborah chow even is is brilliant she did the best episodes of man though you mcgregor is he's you mcgregor and I'm, i think hayden christensen will be stuff. cool stuff we love stuff and there's some really great stuff out there i'm sorry i just love i even like you yeah. mcgregor in expedia commercials like the guy yeah. can do no wrong what what if you did the didn't buy thing and you went somewhere you, yay yeah <laughs> that that's the I, I I have hope for it. I w- there was an interview in the one show, and it just it looks really really interesting. If it breaks canon, it's not going to break canon. But if it just does, does stuff where we go, oh, that's weird. Sure. Um, my my excitement is as a Star Wars animated fan, we have characters from the animated series popping over, and that'll be cool to see. Because Rupert Friend is uh, he'll do. I hope he does justice. But no, so. Whoa, whoa, what are we doing next? Uh, May 27th, I, I think, is when Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out. Uh, so, like, the following week, we'll do... Uh, that should release, at least episode one, because it's a double bill. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll figure something we'll out there. At least episode one and play some catch-up, because when that episode comes out, I'm in London uh, going to Comic-Con. Oh, so, I thought about that, yeah. Yeah, uh, if if you're if you're a best film ever person, you might see me. I'll be dressed up as the raggedy doctor, probably like I don't know, hanging with Star Wars people. Find, or tell you what, find Liam and get some of those BFE stickers and hand them out. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. You totally yeah, got to do going, that. If you're going to London MCM Comic Con and uh, you you happen to see a, a guy dressed as the raggedy doctor with uh, real bad facial hair and some some glasses, it's probably me. Uh, and if you that miss- was going to be the initial title of that uh, of that in uh, sync song, <laughs> it's going to be me. It's probably yeah. me. Yeah, uh, but no, I'll, I'll be I'll be hanging around, uh, going to booths, and maybe a couple panels. Maybe I, I don't know. We're still they're still announcing people. I might get to meet a doctor or two. Who, hey, who knows? That'd be crazy. But no, it'll be it'll be really cool. Uh, if you no. do, you've got to get that phone out and just do a little a little hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no but I, I i don't i wonder who it would be because they're, they're slowly announcing people they had like there was some somewhere it's it seems really really uh like less people uh the 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 assume it like i'd assume it's like you know your classic doctors it's always that but the other ones still be cool right. though yeah your current doctors, your David Tennant's Catherine Tate, obviously. Oh, I think they're they're prob- no. Yeah, they're not going to be there. They're at, they're at the London one in February, so they they had their time. I bet you but John Barrowman's looking for stuff to do. 
he was there and no one saw him. It was yeah. really funny. Um, but no, we'll be doing uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi next, which will probably be like at, around about the 1st of June time when I can get back from Comic-Con and cover all of that. And there'll be loads of Star Wars news because Star Wars, the Star Wars Comic-Con happens at the same time. So we're going to have a lot of we're going to just have loads of content here on the BFE. Uh, but when this comes out, I'm going to aim for this to come out Friday. So this week we had BFF and the BFE Julian on to give us the film to watch this week, which was the hate you give uh, a long discussion about a lot of th- uh, thematic uh, experiences a and conversation, just, yeah. just brilliant, big conversations about just the film itself. And also just, just to watch it. It's, it's uh it's a film that I think everyone should see. We yeah. also, yeah, yeah, I definitely would recommend it to people, yeah. especially uh, if you are outside of that narrative. Yeah. If you are outside yeah. of that community, uh, I think it's almost like a little bit of a fun crash course. Oh, fun's the wrong word, yeah. but I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit of a crash course for yeah. um, it, understanding some certain key elements that we, you yeah. may not have considered previously. I know it was interesting to hear people's reactions of what they were familiar with and what they weren't familiar with, and mm. going maybe worldview a little bit a little bit broader now yeah uh we also if this comes out friday then tomorrow we'll be we'll be back with who do you think you are as we discuss uh a new doctor we discuss uh returning doctor we discuss we discuss a lot and also a 12th doctor as we cover deep breath uh capaldi's first proper episode as the doctor and we go into we go into a lot we get to discuss it we go to a loads loads of little places to discuss our hopes and uh thoughts of the future of doctor who uh then sunday sunday we're recording our episode on top, top gun. gun i feel yeah. the need the need for speed get some maverick get some goose uh Iceman as well i'm remembering names there you go um, we're gonna step into the danger zone this week on the bfe <laughs> and then uh also we're gonna, step also, in. We're gonna fly it there are planes fly we're gonna yeah, fly we go. into the danger zone <laughs> uh we also have our real roundtable on bruce willis if you want to give your top five bruce willis films to celebrate him use the hashtag bfe top five to give us that from one to five and we'll be able to count that in our vote and what address are i tweeting that to ethan uh that'll be to at best film ever pod on twitter or facebook or instagram for our other things and also as i said with julian we have a patreon where you can donate be our fifth chair and influence our final votes of movies and maybe depending what tier you do you can suggest a film for us to watch and come on at the end for our end game and talk about why you picked it why you like it and also add to that massive vote we just sent some we just sent some stuff out literally today to our um to our uh, middle and top tiers so yeah yeah, there's uh there's on some t-shirts as well for our six month patrons for for our for our our top level yeah yeah Yeah. six month patrons um so yeah absolutely there's uh there's, there's, there's stuff we are willing stuff. to give stuff so stuff and stuff yeah and one thing we have at bfe it's 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 overstuffed episodes perhaps yeah. which this is quickly <laughs> coming into so thank you so much for listening to this episode this final episode of dancing in the moon night i've been ethan and i'm gonna retire my dancing shoes my name's ian <laughs> and i guess the only thing i can say left is wait gators we'll see you when everyone can i be Use the force.